0: Blaze Radio Network.
1: And now, chewing the fat with Jeff Fisher. So we've heard about uh nacho cheese spilled all over the road in Arkansas. We've heard about the tomatoes spilled all over the road in California. We've had uh, beer and whiskey spilled all over the highways of America, frozen pizzas spilled all over the highway, and yet Russia outdoes us. Now I thought they were at war with Ukraine, but uh, well, apparently they are. But that doesn't stop art. All right, art is still important in everyone's life. So there was a crash on the road in Russia. The end of last month. And apparently, the truck, well, not apparently, the truck was filled with white plaster casts of vaginas. Now, they were en route (laughs) to an art gallery. Man, you want to talk about an art project. Hey, do you mind if we plaster your vagina? Oh, sure. (laughs) No, no, well, maybe. Maybe, but no. No, don't turn this into something icky i mean that's it's art so it crashed all over the road so they have a picture of these (laughs) plaster of paris vaginas all over the road why doesn't that happen in my neighborhood why now i mean i don't know if they had their names on them or if they were just you know oh yeah that's millie oh yeah that's betty i don't know i just know that they have a picture of the the plaster of Paris vaginas all over the road (laughs) now maybe it happened because we're at war Uh, because they're at they're at war we're not at war yet Uh, because they're at war and uh, you know you never know something bad could have happened so the plaster casts taken from over 400 women okay and he was going to make this was his piece of art all right, I—I I mean, seriously, I've got to become an artist. is what has to happen. Oh, Jeff, you already are. No, I know. Thank you. I've got to become an artist. He was going to have a twenty-six-foot wall of the Great Wall of Vaginas. Uh, I you know, would I pay to see that? No, but would you? Could you give me a pass to go to that showing? Absolutely. Hey, I'm at the Great Wall of Vaginas. is this you love me welcome welcome to chewing the fat okay i can't stop thinking about the plaster of paris uh vaginas all right i know sorry don't look at me like that but it's art okay and the great wall of vagina would be worth seeing now i'm thinking I zeroed in on some of the ones that were crashed on the road and uh you know it, it is what it is. But I was just wondering now if you were one of the people who plaster a paris yourself. You're going. You're going. And so do you know you do you look around and say, "Up, oh, yep, that's look at Billy. That one's mommy. <laughs> that's uh, you hey, you traveled down that one." Do you do that or do you just hope for the best? Or you better be able to know which one is mine. I'll tell you that. We're going to this. You tell me which one is mine. If you get it wrong, that's it. We're done. You know that's happening. So I don't know if the Great Wall of Vagina is still happening. The crash doesn't look that bad. I don't think we lost that many. We lost a few, though. Uh, Hopefully they saved some from the crash. And uh, the Great Wall of Vagina can still go on and make uh, make a showing for the Russian people. All right, I'll move on. So last week, I think, is when the ban went into effect in California, or it's, they passed the law, and then now it goes into effect down the road. Uh, the California Food Safety Act, uh, Assembly Bill 418. Uh, becomes uh, California has now become the first U.S. state to ban Skittles, and that's what it's being called as the Skittles ban. But it uh, bans twelve thousand additional products for cancer-causing additives. Uh, that's uh, that's a lot. Now people are unhappy. I mean, uh, Mario Lopez, Mario Lopez tweeted on X: "Crime is through the roof." Worst drug epidemic ever And homelessness Is at an all time high in California Let's focus on Skittles (laughs) It's a good point Mario That's a good point I'll tell you that That's a really good point So the bill will prohibit the sale Distribution and manufacture of food products Containing red dye number 3 Brominated vegetable oil Potassium bromate And propliparbenin you could say that twice. No, it's propylparaben. Propylparaben. Wait, what? Propylparaben. No, that, isn't that what I said? Propylparaben. Yeah. Okay. Goodbye. Have a nice day. That's what it is. It's, that, that's what's being banned. All right. Enough. Uh, the, cha- the state assembly committee on privacy and consumer protection praised the move by the governor. Yeah. Hey. Great job his signature represents a huge step forward in our effort to protect children and families in california it's not only going to affect children in california it's going to affect a whole bunch of people because uh now that they can't the companies can't use it in california that means we're gonna suffer don't be messing with my skittles man i might have to protest that don't be messing with my skittles Let well, me eat. They, well yes Whoever said that is genius, by the way. But absolutely. So then I see a story. So now this completely cannot be tied in. Sorry. Uh, This story talking about how, uh, well, you know, we routinely buy and eat products banned in other countries because they contain certain ingredients. Huh. So we're going to start banning all kinds of stuff here in the U.S. across the country very, very soon. Uh, According to this, Uh, There are a lot of foods that we select at the grocery store that are banned in other countries because of certain ingredients. The list is pretty long, and it includes products that are pretty popular. Uh, Ritz crackers, Gatorade, Wheat Thins, Frosted Flakes, Coffee Mate. You can't tear me away from Coffee Mate, man. (laughs) Uh, Those are just some of the items banned in other countries because of the ingredients they contain. Skittles, Pop-Tarts, Gatorade, Little Debbie products are, are banned in the European Union because they contain dyes like Yellow 5, Yellow 6, and Red 40. I mean, I am so hooked on Yellow 5. If you want to put a double dose of Yellow 5 in, I'm all for it. (laughs) Uh, coffee mate Ritz crackers and those warm the buttery pillsbury biscuits oh i love those those are banned in switzerland austria hungary iceland norway and denmark because of trans fats like the partially hydrogenated soybean and cottonseed oils oh come on wheat thins and cereals like frosted flakes are banned in the united kingdom japan and parts of europe because of a chemical called BHT. That's a butylated hydroxy You can quote me on that. That's right. Butylated hydroxy toluene. Butylated hydroxy toluene. That's pretty close. <laughs> so, frosted flakes and wheat thins. Other cereals as well in the United Kingdom, Japan, and parts of Europe because of BHT. And we know now why they call it BHT. Because the real name is... butylated hydroxytoluene. Yeah. You can't have that in food. Okay, sorry. Wish we could, but we can't. We know you uh, love the flavor enhancer of BHT, but you can't have it anymore. So be ready. This California law the uh, ban skittles act uh, is going to affect all of us so get as much candy and sugary yummy goodness that you can before companies start knocking out uh yellow five yellow six and red 40 and you go they just don't taste the same you know what i i, I think they cut out the red 40 i think they did And then we're doomed. All right, just give me the apple. That's what they're trying to do. They're leading me toward eating fruit and bugs. Stop it. I mean, I just read a story about uh, how they believe that Neanderthals hunted cave lions as early as 50,000 years ago. Now, why would you hunt cave lions? Oh, I know, for food and their hides. So these animals apparently were the apex predator in Eurasia for, I don't know, a couple hundred thousand years prior to the extinction. And the Neanderthals were like, we're killing those. Uh, We're going to eat them, and we're going to use their hide for whatever we want to. I mean, that's awesome. But thanks to modern technology and invention and scientists, we were able to mix in a little red dye number 40 yellow number five to the to the cave lions to make them taste a little bit better quit banning stuff quit trying to censor everything all you social media people out there oh somebody may have somebody may have tweeted on x something that was wrong someone put up on facebook something that was wrong someone put on instagram something that was wrong and we have to be the ones to decide whether people can figure out on their own whether it's correct or not stop it stop banning things stop being stop censoring things we can figure it out we're americans we're allowed to do that if those dingleberries in europe don't want to do that let them but stop stop having what they do affect us screw them and if california wants to continue to pretend that they're europe then let them pretend that they're europe that's all that's all that's all i'm saying stop censoring things it's really simple i I'm seriously, I, I can't. It drives me insane. I listened to an interview yesterday with this lady who wanted to talk about uh, make sure that the people that are protesting uh, for the Palestinians against uh, the Israelis or the Jews uh, at lo- at universities, we should ban them from working for five years, and we should we need to make sure that what we're seeing on social media is go- you know, through proper filters no no we shouldn't do i agree with those dingleberries at the university no do i think that companies should look at their history personal and scholarship at scholarly works before they hire them yes do i think it's up to the companies to decide hey you're out there protesting uh you know your hate for the jews you know the guy that owns this company is Jewish, right? You know the guy that works down delivering your mail every day is Jewish. Is that going to be a problem? Or you still hate him? Because if you still hate him, eh, you probably need to work somewhere else because you're not going to work here. How about that? Have a nice day. Take care. But do does that need to be mandated from the government? No. No, it does not. I'm sorry. No. That just drives me insane. All right i've got I gotta tell you about my man Quinn Pittman, all right Quinn Pittman got his first goat milk or his first milk goats that's when he figured out, hey, I could get milk from this goat'cause they were milk they were milk goats, so I don't know if it, I don't know how many goats he had that weren't milk goats, and he thought. How come I'm not getting milk from them? I don't think Quinn ever did that. Although it oh, would have been a good joke. That'd be a good joke to do on a kid. Uh hey, here's a milk goat. And then it not be a milk goat. Kind of funny to see how long it would take the kid to figure it out. But that didn't happen with my man Quinn Pittman. <laughs> sorry, Quinn. I'm sorry. You know I love you. I do. You're 16. Quinn Pittman qpgoatsoap.com i love it look goat soap is uh the product that is terrific i've told you a little bit about it but it is a terrific product um the soap that you get from the store uh doesn't do any of the things that you think it does I mean, it dries out your skin, and then you have to buy their lotions and other products that that company also makes. Big surprise. But with the goat soap, uh, you can your skin will be soft and luxurious, and if you want it to be clean and moisturized at the same time, you need goat soap. And you want Quinn's goat soap. Quinn and his family... Very proud of their product, and they should be. And they want you to know about it, which is, you know, why they asked me to tell you about it. Um, and Quinn is awesome. I mean, the, guy, the kid is 16 years old. Started when he was nine, and he has got this thriving goat soap business. qpgoatsoap.com uh, It's awesome. Uh, I've used the soap. I love it. Check it out. Go to qpgoatsoap.com Use the code Jeffy for 10% off your total order. QPGoatSoap.com, code Jeffy. Now, the whole tell the kid about the non-milking goat that's a milking goat, that's just a joke, and it's just me being stupid, you know. I would not advise anyone to give their kid a non-milking goat and tell your child, hey, it's a milking goat and then see what happens. Don't do that. I would I don't, no don't do that. Now if someone were to do that, you can tag me on Instagram. Jeff Fisher Radio. But prior to that, don't do it QP goat soap. They're so they're so happy with this commercial right now. QPgoatsoap.com. QPgoatsoap.com. Use Jeffy get 10% off QPgoatsoap.com. All right, let's go to the break room. I need to, I need something cold to drink, desperately. <laughs> I mentioned tagging me on Instagram. You can do that. Uh, it's Jeff Fisher Radio. You can tag me on Facebook, Jeff Fisher Radio. You can tag me on X at Jeffy you can email the show anytime, blaze.com. In fact, you can tag me on all those social media accounts and email me anytime. That's the way it works. It's the internet. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. You can uh, follow me on YouTube, uh, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher, and you can order a cameo from me, at JeffyJFR on Cameo. So if you, and plus, uh, be sure to uh, listen to our weekly Talking Walking Dead show uh, with Jason Buttrell and my son Maximus Uh, we're doing uh, the Daryl Dixon show uh, now as Talking Walking Dead Uh, the end of fear is coming up and then there's going to be uh, the new um, uh, Rick and Michonne show coming up but and there was the Dead City with Negan but this new Daryl Dixon show is really really good Uh, it's been awesome so, uh, and so is the talking walking dead episodes, by the way, uh, with Jason and Maximus and myself. So be sure to give a listen to talking walking dead as well. If you're a subscriber to chewing the fat, then you see, you should get the alert when uh, talking walking dead goes up, uh, every Monday. Uh, and so you should get that alert. Uh, if you're listening now to uh, one of your friends phones, listening to chewing the fat, what are we even, what are we even doing? You need to become a subscriber. It doesn't cost anything. It's free, and you get to be a subscriber. Now, I mean, everybody wants free stuff, but nobody likes a freeloader. So if you're just using your friend's phone to listen to the show, thank you, but nobody likes a freeloader. So subscribe yourself, okay? Okay. Uh, Yeah, I think you know what I'm talking about. And remember also, uh, once you become a subscriber, one of the main rules of uh, being a subscriber to chewing the fat is that uh, when you have your headphones on, and someone inevitably says, hey, what are you listening to? You must answer, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. That's a rule. I mean, that's a rule of the show. I don't care. I know you're going to listen to other stuff. I understand that you may not at the time be listening to Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher, I under, with myself. I understand that. I'll cut you a little bit of a slack for that. But, I mean, we all listen to, you know, all kinds of stuff. But, My point is, is that when you are asked, hey, oh, what are you listening to? Chewing the fat. You know, chewing the fat with Jeff Fisher. That's your answer. It has to be. Just those are the rules. Okay. Hey, this weekend, coming up in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, a Youpers. Okay. So this is is Michigan, and then you have the Upper Peninsula up here. And, uh, you know, Wisconsin thinks it's theirs, but it's not. It belongs to us And they haven't taken it back They haven't even tried to take it back from us Maybe that's because no one else wants it But we got it And if you're from there You're a youper You know who you are So coming up is the 7th annual UP200 Dryland Dash At the Nagani Township Park (laughs) Nobody knows how to have fun Like the youpers man Nobody knows how to have fun like the Youpers. You're going to see these are. It's a dog race. It's a dry land dog race. Thanks. That's the title. You're going to see people uh, using the dogs to pull them on bicycles, scooters. <laughs> uh, dogs are pulling. I looked at one picture. They're pulling a car. And uh, so this year's Upper Peninsula Sled Dog Association. And I love them. Man, they are are good people. They're good people over there at the Upper Peninsula Sled Dog Association. They're trying to get new people into the sport. So uh, you're going to get $2,000 in cash if you win. And they're going to give three people a unique opportunity. Uh, you pay the entry fee. And then if you have never raced before and you're a uper. So I can't just show up? What if I'm, if I'm, if I live, you know, if I was born in Saginaw and I show up to Nagani Park and you say, yeah, you know, I've never tried it before. Are you a youper? No. Okay, well, you're not doing this. Are you going to kick me out? All right. So uh, they could try out the can across or the bike drawer or the scooter and, uh, that that's the dog events that we'll probably, you probably need to start with. According to the good people over there at Upper Peninsula Sled Dog Association. Now, Musher Kate Delen or Delen, D-E-H-L-I-N, has been involved with the Dryland Dash since its first year. So what is this? This is the seventh year? Is that what I said? This is the seventh anniversary? Yeah, seventh annual. So Kate's been Mushing a lot longer than the seven years, but at least the seven for this. She says dog racing is a sport everyone should try. And uh, look, you can see the word. Now, this is Kate speaking, and I, I feel like this isn't true, actually. This whole statement is not true from Kate. People can see the words through snowmobiles and quads and stuff. That's a quote from Kate. People can see the woods through snowmobiles and quads and stuff. There's something very different about being behind a dog team. Yeah, Uh, it's called the smell. No, it's uh, she claims that it's dead silent. You come up on wildlife like crazy. It's just all you hear is dog breath, dogs breathing, and it's a very different way to see nature. So you've got the dog pulling whatever kind of thing you're riding in front of you, and it's not barking i mean i guess not maybe the dog is just trying i gotta try to i gotta try to pull this damn car with this lady in it (laughs) so maybe it isn't barking come to think of it never mind kate you're right so be sure if you have a chance this weekend you head up to the up200 dry land dash man nothing more i want to do wish i was going up there and i wish i could have made it to kennedy space center today uh, yesterday they were supposed to launch the Psyche spacecraft, and that uh, was too cloudy. It was some kind of, of course, it was a weather issue. Uh, we can't we can't have that, man. We do not want it to be cloudy when we're sending a spaceship up without humans on it. Anyway, the 16 Psyche asteroid that they're sending the uh, rocket ship to is located over two billion miles from Earth in the asteroid belt between Mars and Jupiter. It's composed primarily of iron and nickel rather than ice or rock, which is most asteroids. And uh, theorists speculate that the 173-mile-wide potato-shaped object, I guess we're all assuming that potatoes have a shape, uh, is the core of an early solar system planet that could provide more direct insights into Earth's unobservable core. So, it's possible. Could. We just never know. Uh, But we're hoping to get there. The Vansai spacecraft will deploy solar-powered ion propulsion technology where electromagnetic fields charge Xeon ions to generate thrust to reach the asteroid's orbit in 2029. It will spend 26 months capturing images, measuring magnetic fields, my favorite, and more. So now, yesterday it was supposed to go off and it didn't because it was too cloudy. It did go off today, though. Apparently, the clouds cleared away. Two, one, engine ignition,
0: and lift off. Lift off of Falcon Heavy and Psyche on a mission to a metal asteroid in deep space to study the building blocks of our planet's inner space.
1: I like the girl. Better. Vehicles
0: pitching downrange.
1: <laughs> our vehicle downrange taken over, it's all yours. So there you have it. We'll get uh it'll reach orbit and the asteroids orbit in twenty twenty nine, just right around the corner. Who died today? Who died today? Rudolph Isley. One of the founding members of the R&B group, the Isley Brothers, is dead at the age of 44. Man, the Isley Brothers, they were... Those 84. guys were monsters. Not 44. That's what I said. He was 84. Did I not say that? No, I did not say You 44. said 84. I know. I said 84. No, you said 44. Play it back. You know what? You don't have to play it back. Never mind. I probably did say 44. I don't believe that I did, but I probably, it's possible that I did. So Rudolph Isley, founding member of the Isley Brothers, and uh, songwriter, uh, dead at the age of 84. Good job, Jeff. 84. Amazing, he. I mean, the Isaac brothers were huge, just monsters. Everybody wanted to be with them. I was reading some stats about them. Uh, The one stat was just incredible. They had a top fifty hit in six consecutive decades on Billboard's Hot 100. I mean, that's just amazing. The group has been cited as having enjoyed one of the longest, most influential. Most diverse careers in popular music. I mean that's that's amazing, and he's one of the founding members. So rest in peace, Rudolph Isley. Now I will say this: couple things about the story. I was reading a little bit about the Isley Brothers. All right. So back in 1955, 1955, the band, the brothers, were they had been performing and started singing in churches in the church, and uh, their 13 year old brother Vernon. Was struck and killed by a car when he was riding his bike in, in the neighborhood. And they were all, you know, obviously completely distraught. So the, everything broke up. Then in 1957, so it took them, uh, what, it took them two, three years, and they realized, man, we are sorry that Vernon is dead, but we got we to gotta get to making music. And they did. The parents said, yeah, go ahead, fine, you could regroup. And then they moved to New York, and the rest is history. Now, you, you may ask, hey, how did Rudolph Isley, at 84, I don't think I said should... more at 84, s- die? Well, um, no cause of death was listed. I'm sure it wasn't that. I don't know why you're looking at me like that, thinking, oh, I knew it. No, because it doesn't say that. But it doesn't say anything. It just says, hey, he's dead. So rest in peace to uh, Rudolph Eisley, dead at the age of 84. Also, who died today? Phyllis Coates. Phyllis Coates, the first Actress, it says here, actor To portray, they're all actors, Jeff Okay, the first actor To portray Lois Lane on television Has died Now, when I first saw the headline, I thought The first actress to play Lois Lane, was she a hundred? No, she wasn't, Jeff Don't even think about it, she was 96, okay So, don't start with me Snopes False. Okay, uh, so she starred opposite George Reeves in the Adventures of Superman, and I uh, mean she was, she was a good-looking female for the part. George, though, man, I'm looking at some of these pictures of George Reeves. I, I don't want to beat up Superman, but I kind of do. uh It's not the Superman that you and I are th- think of as Superman. I'll tell you that. Well, he was the original. I know. I know. I know. I know. Um, she left after the first season due to conflicts with producers and future projects. Oh, that means that they were they were Harvey Weinstein and her, and she was not having any of it. Yeah, maybe that's why George. No, never mind. Never mind. I won't. I was gonna. St- I can't. I can't stop. I'm not gonna do anything bad about Superman. I'm just telling you what happened. Facts of what happened. Doesn't matter uh, if there were reported of how she died because she was 96 and everyone goes, oh, okay. Oh, she's 96. She looked good yesterday. Well, anyway, uh, Phyllis Coates. Uh, I, you know, people have said in the past uh, that I'm a terrible person and I disagree with that. I just sometimes things don't make sense to me in my head and it's just the way phyllis Coates dead at the age of 96 you know thinking of that it really it's not that things don't make sense in my head they do make sense in my head i see things and i'm like that this is this is what they're saying but they're trying to not say what they're saying so just say it all right she's dead at 96 rest in peace Have you ever heard of a company, a software giant named Atlassian? A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N. I I I have never heard them in there. The headline is the software giant. Okay. They are going to acquire video messaging provider Loom, which I have never heard of. Uh, I'm not uh, okay. They are uh, acquiring Loom the video messaging provider for 975 million dollars so i guess both these companies uh, i should know about uh, i apologize i apologize for me not knowing about atlassian i think that's how you pronounce it. atlassian and they're going to buy loom wow i mean for almost a billion dollars Yeah, congratulations, congratulations. And uh, I apologize for never having heard of either one. The co-founder of and CEO of Loom, not Zoom, I didn't screw that up. Company is Loom, L-O-O-M. He said in a statement, Loom's vision is to empower everyone at work to communicate more effectively wherever they are. And by joining Atlasson, we can accelerate their mission to unleash the potential of every team. That is, of course, the argument of every acquired CEO. Uh, yeah, that means his days are numbered. He's going to take whatever money they give him and uh, bye-bye. Thank you. Uh, yeah, you can, while we were making the deal, you can have that office over there once all the uh eyes are dotted the t's are crossed uh, don't get too comfortable in that office because uh, you're gonna have to go all right gonna, here's a check for 975 million and pay whoever you have to pay but uh get out but i said really nice things and i wanted to stay around sorry about it those of you that have listened to the show For a while, know that no one supports zoos more than this show and myself. Uh, Chewy the Fat, Jeff Fisher, supports zoos. No one supports zoos more than me or the show. Uh, Very proud moment for uh, the Cheyenne Mountain Zoo in Colorado Springs uh, and uh, the Denver Zoo in Denver, Colorado. Both in Colorado. Huh, amazing. Anyway, uh, they are putting together uh, a two Motsi tree kangaroos I personally didn't know about these Motsi Motsi M-A-T-S-C-H-I-E tree kangaroos I didn't know about that but they brought them together because they're endangered species of course and uh, they brought they brought Pearl The female mochi tree kangaroo Over to Denver I mean they're They're really whoring her out Is what's happening But that's okay (laughs) Yes They're sending Pearl The mochi tree kangaroo Over to Denver right, go take care of A little tree kangaroo business You know Entire species is about dead. Go take one for the team. Oh Oh, yeah, it's the tree kangaroo survival plan. That's what's happening. Okay, all right. So anyway, good luck. Good luck to the Matzi tree kangaroos, and uh, don't let us down, Pearl. And I guess we have to worry about uh, the male. Uh, to perform right they don't have they don't give a name for the male it's just the eight-year-old um how about you give him a name I mean you gave one to the the to pearl but we're not giving one to the man what is happening the males need names too the males did ah oh, it's just the mozi tree kangaroo the eight-year-old maybe that's his name eight-year-old so eight-year-old bro don't let us down take care of a little business with pearl All right. <laughs> <laughs> When you go to the Denver Zoo, ask to see and stop by the Matzi Tree Kangaroo Habitat and say, hey, anything happening over here? Oh, yeah. They're right over there on that tree. Pearl is Taking care of a little business with the eight-year-old. It's Friday, so it's time for what's being called America's favorite game show, What's the Lie? What's the Lie? Where contestants try to decipher the lie from four, count them, one, two, three, four headlines. One of them is not true. That's that's where we get What's the Lie? Our contestant today... uh, Board operator, producer, extraordinaire, BJ. Now, first of all, we're going to address being called BJ here in a moment. But if he he wins, I may or may not give him uh, Jeffy Blue Freshie. But you can go to uh, Talking Scent's Facebook group and find the Freshie scent and design for you. And if you or someone you love would like to be a contestant on What's the Lie, you can email the show, com. Now, BJ has not won this game. No, Uh, I have not. He has played uh, one or two times before. And I feel like I made it pretty easy today. Uh, He listens to the show. Not every story on What's the Lie I do in the show, but I cover a lot of ground. Uh, So, uh, you know, good luck.
0: Well, thank you. I, I feel like I'm already being led down a path to uh, fail because yeah, you said... Absolutely whether, not. You said if, if even if I win, I might not get a prize. So now I Fine.
1: Think I'll give you a freshie. Fine. That's, if you That's win, all I wanted. If you win, you get a Jeffy Blue Freshie. All right? Awesome. From the Talking Sense Facebook group. All right? Okay. Appreciate it. Thank you. There's things I have to do around here. Now we can address... Before we go play the game, we can address bj you didn't want to be called anything else in life Uh, that's
0: been a a nickname for for me for pretty much all my life is it a
1: nickname because of your first and middle name your first and last name
0: yeah first first and middle yes
1: and so they it was your parents who decided you know we're going to give them two stupid names with a b and a j and we'll just call them bj
0: I guess so, Jeffy. I, I really wasn't in a position to, to make that decision, though,
1: was I? But you're in a position now to say, hey, don't call me that. My name is. My name is. Yes. whatever it is. <laughs> 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 uh, just stick with BJ. Never mind. All right. You
0: ready to play? <laughs> I'm ready. ready Let's do it, Jeffy.
1: Live. All right. Four headlines. One not real. What's the lie? Headline number one. Filmmakers expecting to find a pile of rocks in Lake Huron discover ship that vanished with its entire crew in 1895. Headline number two. Dozens of cows invade a quiet Wisconsin neighborhood. Headline number three. Scientists discover frequency of split ends may be linked to mosquito bites. Headline number four. Bay Area restaurants institute penalty for bre- Brunch vomiters. Those are your four headlines. Filmmakers expecting to find a pile of rocks in Lake Huron discover ship that vanished with its entire crew in eighteen ninety five. Headline number two. Dozens of cows invade quiet Wisconsin neighborhood. Headline number three. Scientists discover frequency of split ends may be linked to mosquito bites. Headline number four, Bay Area Restaurants Institute Penalty for Brunch Vomiters. Those are your four headlines. BJ, what is the lie?
0: Jeffy, are we talking about the same Bay Area that uh, is filled with drug users and poo-poo, pee-pee, feces on the the streets? Yes. Um, I've obviously got to go with headline number four, then it's the lie.
1: Okay, Uh, you'd be wrong. No, you'd be absolutely wrong. So, I know. I know. Man, I want you to win? I told you I made it easy. But apparently not easy enough. Oh, well, you don't get the freshie and you don't get to move on. Thanks for listening to What's the Lie. What's the Lie is a subsidiary of Chewing the Fat Enterprises. All information is probably accurate at the time of recording ctf wtl i i i
0: i was going between that one and headline number three
1: you would have been correct if you would have picked headline oh, number three man. yeah apparently the scientists haven't discovered the uh, frequency of split ends linked to mosquito bites but who knows it, it's almost be believable
0: coming. enough to be real
1: huh somebody should do a game show